Simple Suttas, a podcast on original Buddhism. Visit us at simplesuttas.wordpress.com. The Megya Sutta. The Megya Sutta is one of my favorite little teachings. For one thing, it's an excellent introduction to Buddhist meditation straight from the lips of the Buddha himself. But it's also a very human portrait of a teacher and a student. Once when the Buddha was living on the Chalaka mountain, Megya was his attendant. Megya came to the Buddha and said, I want to go to Chantugama to beg for food. Yes, replied the Buddha, this is the time. After he returned from Jantagama, he had his meal and went for a stroll on the Kimikala Blackworm River. There he saw a lovely mango grove. He thought, this is such a pleasant grove. It would be the perfect place to sit and meditate if the Buddha would agree. So Megya went back to the Buddha and told him what he had done and seen. Then he asked, if you would allow me, I would like to go to this mango grove and strive for liberation. Megya, the Buddha replied, you should wait. Please wait until another monk has arrived. But again Megya asked, there is nothing for you to do and nothing that needs to be done. But for me, there is much still to be done. Please allow me to go to the mango grove. Again, the Buddha asked him to wait, but Megya insisted. Finally, the Buddha said, what can I say? Do what you want, Megya. Megya stood, honored the Buddha, and went to the mango grove to sit and meditate at the root of a tree. But immediately his mind was overwhelmed by thoughts of sense pleasure, anger, and violence. This is ridiculous, thought Megya. I have left home to follow the spiritual path, and yet I am still plagued by thoughts of sense pleasure, anger, and violence. After a day of fruitless meditation, Megya returned to the Buddha, honored him, and told him about his day. The Buddha said, Megya, for those whose mind is not yet liberated, there are five things that lead to liberation. One, having a good friend in the Dhamma. Two, living according to the precepts. He lives according to the Padimokkha with good conduct, seeing danger in the slightest fault, and carefully following the rules. Three, speaking only about what leads to liberation, about things that lead to disenchantment, letting go, peace, wisdom, awakening, and freedom. For example, he should talk about wanting little, being satisfied with little, seclusion, energetic striving, virtue, meditation, wisdom, freedom, and liberation. Four, arousing energy to free oneself from what is unwholesome and committing oneself to what is wholesome. Five, the wisdom to see the rising and passing away of all things with the deep insight that leads to the end of suffering. These are the things that lead to liberation. One with a good friend of the Dhamma will find it easier to live according to the precepts. He will find it easier to speak only about what leads to liberation. He will find it easier to arouse energy. And he will find it easier to have the wisdom to see the rising and passing away of all things. When one has done these five things, four more should be developed. One, meditation on the ugly to develop freedom from passion. Two, metta meditation to develop freedom from ill will. Three, mindfulness of breathing to develop freedom from a wandering mind. 
And four, contemplation of impermanence to develop freedom from the idea I am. When one sees impermanence, Megia, one has insight into not-self. When one has insight into not-self, he completely uproots the idea I am in this life and reaches complete liberation. Then the Buddha offered this little poem. When there are crude thoughts and a mind without peace, when one does not understand the mind, it runs wild. But when one understands the mind, when they are energetic and mindful, peace arises in the mind. Crude thoughts do not arise in the awakened mind. Megya Sutta, Udana 4, 1.